0: What's up, guys, Kelsey Charles and Megan Berry here. And you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. Hello.
1: Happy Victory Monday, everybody. Are we Some... celebrating, Meg, or are I'm we- I'm celebrating. Why are we not celebrating?
0: Listen, let me just say this. There's a large contingency of people who are very unhappy with the Cowboys victory on Sunday. And all right,
1: got a bunch of Scrooges is what I hear.
0: They are team Scrooge. And if I can, bah humbug. if I can quote someone, they said, well, I'm glad you're celebrating now, but you won't remember this victory when the Cowboys draft at pick 12. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to hear about it. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's cute that like, how are we getting pick 12? Like, know, where are you getting this from, sir?
0: I don't know. And I mean, I really hope (laughs) I would, here's, okay. We have to figure out what our strategy is going to be for the remaining few games, Meg, because hearing that I became suddenly slightly conflicted because I was like, all right, so obviously I want a top 10 draft pick. Right. And I don't know the circumstances right now that would drop us out of that top 10, but I also don't want to cheer against our team So am I supposed to be looking for moral victories? Like, do I want to have good games that we end up losing? Like, where, where do I, where do I stand on this line?
1: I guess my thought process is I don't think we would, that would happen unless we were to like win the division, which look, it's not going to happen. I'm okay with three. We're good with that. Let's beat the Eagles, keep them in last, and, you know, um, you know, move about our way. But I don't see the football team losing the rest of their games, and that's what it would take, and also the Giants. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal.
0: I think, I think there was also someone that tweeted me and said, I can't cheer for tanking because that's people's jobs on the line. And I was like, you know, I also appreciate – being as someone who's worked in the industry, that perspective of things, because uh, to go like full (laughs) industry and like emo for a second, that is so freaking true. Like, I get it. It's the world we live in. But ultimately when things like that do happen, people lose their jobs and that sucks and it's sad. And so
1: I don't know. Yeah, I I see that. I definitely agree on that end, but it's also kind of... um... Shoot, I had a point, and then it, it just evaporated in my mind. Well, oh, wait. Actually, here it is. Um, just, like, look at the way this team was able to gel, like, during this game. Yeah, I mean, there were definitely, like, rocky moments, but we started to see some – we're continually seeing improvement on being able to capture turnovers. Um, mm-hmm. Special teams is improving. Just, like, overall, like, the uh, – Tony Pollard – Like getting this many touches, granted, I know it was because Zeke was out, but like, that's a really good experience for him. Why would you actively try to lose when like, look at this team, their spirits are getting lifted. They're starting to gel and play better. And like, Kellen's getting creative and they're trying new things. And like, yeah, they don't have that pressure. Oh, we have to do this and win the division. Um, I think it's more like, let's try to put together a comprehensive team. And you're starting to see stuff like that. Yes, I know we're like, putting together these good games against bad teams. Um, But yeah, we're a bad team too. So maybe let's try to be a better team. Let's build on this for next year. I don't see why we have to actively try to lose games.
0: Yeah, I was, um, so I did this thing. uh, There was a sweepstakes that I helped with AT&T on and we talked to, I ended up hosting a, like a meet and greet with Michael Irvin yesterday. And I kind of asked him about this. I was like, hey, like, what is the mentality of a player in a, in a, you know, a moment like this where you know that the concept of you making it to the postseason is very bleak. Right. And it's just, it's going to be really tough and you've just kind of gotten your ass kicked all year. Like it, it, let's face it, that's what's happened. And for all different reasons. And he told me, he was like, you know, one of the things like when I, when I, when I played at the U, I only lost two games in my entire career going into the NFL league in, in, in the NFL league, the NFL. And <laughs> you know, I wasn't used to losing. And my first year we lost, I think it was 13 games. Right. And then he's like the next year we lost 15. And he, he, he's like, I was crying like big dragon tears, crying. Like it was awful. And but the thing he told me, he was like, what I realized is that there were guys in that locker room, despite it all, who were still fighting. And that's how he knew he had the right men around him to really, truly make something special of this team. And obviously, we know they went on to do some pretty incredible things. Um, until the 49ers freaking stopped them from their third straight. But we're not going to talk about that because we got the best of them yesterday. (laughs) But either way, I really appreciate that mentality. And he was telling people, he was like, you know, if you have the opportunity to see something through from, from ground zero where you're just completely failing and there's nothing to it, all the way to the peak of success, it's something I will cherish forever and I really think is like one of my greatest victories in my life. And I was like, damn. You know, like I wouldn't hate if we were sitting at the bottom right now. And that's kind of what you're trying to foreshadow a little bit, my friend. So yeah. to your point, the concept of these guys still fighting and like still trying to really, truly bring something to. I mean, you saw them on the field yesterday. They, they were so hype on getting that victory, like the sideline. the It was just the, the bench was electric and it was fun to watch them enjoy playing and mesh together as a team.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's all, exactly the joy of watching them. Like be excited about football. That's what you want out of your team. And I want that going forward. All these scrooges out here. What is it like to be miserable all the time? All the time. <laughs> if you want that, go ahead, go be a Jets fan, even though they won yesterday. So a team tank.
0: literally the NFL is going wild. Because the fact that they beat the Rams blows my mind.
1: Rams are still my pick to win the Super Bowl, regardless of that nonsense. I genuinely could not believe
0: <laughs> that I was. I couldn't that. either. I and okay, so if I was on, if I was on the Jets, I might be Team Tank. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but they were having fun too.
0: <laughs> that's true. They were
1: probably like, even if we win this game, we're still probably the first or second pick, so who cares?
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, so I think that, you know, what I really took away from the game yesterday, I was really impressed with this this defense. Oh, God, if Le- if, uh, if, Layton is, if if Leighton is, if Hash is down, he I think that he thinks it's going to be, it's a high ankle sprain. My God. Mm-hmm. Can we I am just so no, I just can't I can't even say those words out loud I need I'm just I'm over him being hurt and I really sincerely there's nothing that I hate more than when a player who you know, has such a heart for the game and works their ass off and it's like such a leader on this team when their body betrays them and I'm not as good, I'm definitely not going to go as far as to call him like Sean Lee, but like, that's what I hated the most about Sean Lee is like, Sean Lee, there's no one in this world who works harder than him. You can't, you won't, you can't tell me otherwise. And it was such a sin that he always would get hurt. And I'm like, I can't, I really, really hate that for LVE.
1: Yeah. I hate it too. It. I mean, he, and he's such a, uh, I mean, if he does have to be down for the year, I really hope that he's able to um, like PT and uh, rehab it. And I want him to come in next year. Like, I think I wouldn't say that they like rushed him back by any means, but like it might've been one of those things where he came back a little earlier and it would do him well to uh, have all this time to take care of himself.
0: Just go hang out in the wild, wild West
1: exactly go well don't go ride horses i don't need you getting bucked off anything but um let no. it know let,
0: <laughs> let maddie ride her horses and be the boss. yeah you guys haven't followed her by the way or like seen her stuff you guys think lve's a, a badass? Boss. yeah she's a boss like they together they're just like this super badass western couple that I just love that for them.
1: <laughs> Wild West dream team.
0: Literally, like they're straight out of like a Hallmark movie or something. I'm like, y'all are disgusting. Like, what the F? Anyways, <laughs> I'm glad they found each other because it makes for a really pretty, it makes for a really pretty story. <laughs> um, I agree. Yeah, exactly. So back to the game, though. I don't know how I got there. Um, either way, <laughs> I, I was going into this game and I just, you know, I think that we all were looking at the 49ers and they've got... They just have fallen so far. They were, you know, snake bitten with their injuries and their quarterback, just Nick Mullins is Nick Mullins, right? But they're him
1: big picnic,
0: big picnic. I mean, the guy literally, I can't remember the stat. If it's, if he's thrown two plus interceptions in the last eight games, or if it's just turnovers, either way, he's not. I think what this defense did a good job of is forcing him to be a good quarterback and he's not a good quarterback. And that's, that was a big key to this victory in my mind is, yeah. is making Nick Mullins, holding him accountable.
1: And I think it paid off. Oh, I completely agree. I was really, um, it's just like to, I know they're bad. Yes. I know he's not a good quarterback. Yes. But like the way our defense was able to step up and like take advantage of him was, was what I want to see. I want to see more of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Including my guy, Neville Gallimore, shouts out.
0: I am I mean, oh yeah, Neville. But like that literally idiot. they were all up in his business all day. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't have said it better. I think it was John Owning. And he tweeted, he was like, when Brandon Ayuk took that, like <laughs> yeah. that, he, when he scored his touchdown, he literally tweeted, he was like, that was, that was Nick Mullins' best pass of the day. And I was like, John, but he wasn't wrong. He wasn't <laughs> wrong. You know, like <laughs> it, it was true. It was true. So I just think I have to applaud the defense for truly sticking to their game plan. I mean, DeMarcus Lawrence came out quick in the beginning. You had guys, like you said, you, and Alden was
1: right there to recover. Like yeah. that's all I want to see.
0: I, I think one thing, you know, I'm the, the silver linings queen and I talk a lot about Dalton Schultz, but I have to give credit to Neville Gallimore. He's had a couple of rough games, but like again, he really has had some pretty sweet little shining moments. And I think if I at the end of this year, I'm sure we'll do a series on this, but really who were our little what were our little victories coming out of such a tough season and things we want to build upon? Neville Gallimore to me really is one of them. And oh yeah. You know, I-
1: he didn't get the like chance to start the season and stuff like that. And he came in and just learning this, uh, this defense and being able to um, be a bright spot, even when like if he messes up, like he's not going to make that same mistake again. Like he's going to build on what he, um, he just like builds on everything per week. Every, you just see an uptick on him, I feel like. Yeah. And also like just from the defensive
0: side of things, like for them to come together and you know, do have a, put together a solid outing. I mean, this team yesterday, this Cowboys team scored 24 points off of turnovers, right? And while granted, like, who are they? Yeah, like, exactly. Like some of those obviously are going to be more at fault for the 49ers just because they are just not, the team they were last year, but either way, you have to give this defense credit for capitalizing off of it and being able to seal the deal and put the ball in the hands of this offensive unit, who we know is the strength of this Cowboys team and can do things. So, you know, all, credit where credit's due, man. I mean, Anthony, Anthony Brown had his first interception this season. I just felt like Cheeto had a good game. Like the, the secondary was having some, decent moments, man, like, we've beaten them down so hard and I'm sorry, but rightfully so in some cases, but like, yeah, they really did have a solid outing yesterday. And I was super pumped to see that side of this defense, which I think we have been so desperately needing.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Because, um, how do you like, look at last week's, you know, like, how do you trust this defense too? You know, like you, you how do you trust them coming out of just the season that we've had, right? And you have these semi-decent running backs who literally, some of them hadn't even been in the league before this year, right? And they come and they have career games against this defense. And you have, you go into Cincinnati and you hold them to what, 101 rushing yards or something like that, which, you know, I know they're a terrible team, but either way, like we're in the process of stacking little victories, but how can you trust that when it's solely against a pretty, miserable team but then yesterday I mean they held the 49ers it was 150 yards so they were getting the game going the running game going but either way I just I was I feel yeah like- that's definitely
1: like remained our our uh, biggest um, deficit on the defensive side is like we are just deficient at um, anyone that can pressure a runner
0: Um, yeah. and it didn't help that um, our guy Antoine Woods went out. That was a to have one of your two defensive tackles go down. Yeah. I don't know how serious it is. Um, but we, you know, you know that's gonna affect the run D. And I was not thrilled about that um at all. But,
1: but someone else who was a bright spot though, and he has gotten a lot of crap throughout the year, uh, would be Jordan Lewis. Jay Lou. Yeah. He had wait six tackles, two for a loss and a sack. And then um he's just he was just everywhere yesterday. He was like all over these receivers at the line. And he was just he like played with a sense of urgency. And I like we've he's gotten a lot of crap this season, like rightfully so. But like to see him kind of step up and really um be a bright spot on this defense today or yesterday was was nice to see. Yeah. I, Someone called him a Swiss Army knife defender and I cannot remember who it was. So if it was you, shouts out. But I don't think it was me. <laughs> I meant like you as in listeners, but no. yes. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it was me
0: at all, actually. I know it wasn't me. <laughs> but kudos to whoever did because yeah, I agree. Yes. I, was, I was definitely happy to see that. And I felt like, you know, again, just any semblance of life in this defense, but also the secondary was super, super necessary. Um, I will. I don't say- know if
1: you noticed too. By the way, uh, we we had a safety yesterday. Like there was a safety on the field. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. And he got an interception. I see him. I see. I seen him. I saw him on the field. Um, My boy, Donovan Wilson. Will you be my next baby goat? Let's see. I, it's, it's
0: funny that, um, I was talking to Dave who, for whatever reason, I, whenever I hear Donovan Wilson, I always think of, this is a throwback for you guys. Uh, is it Devante or or Dante, Devante Holloman? I don't know why that's the one you think of. I think of McNabb, but. That's fair. But like, I don't know why I always like I, their names to me, like, I think it's just, I don't know, man. I do not know what it is, but I just think of him automatically every time. And it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> he has been playing the NFL for like six years. And I'm like, I'm like, Devante De, is, is Devante Hallman. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, man. It's weird. Anyways. Yeah. um, Yeah. I think, you know what? He has been a guy who's, stepped up and taken opportunities has been given him. Um I was super happy for him yesterday with that too. I think that he's had, I mean, he, well, he was the one that laid that nasty hit in the Vikings game, right? hmm uh-huh. Yeah, I was
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. He, well, and then we didn't see him, what, for two weeks after that, two or three weeks? Yeah. So
0: it's fine. happy to have
1: him back. Yeah. That was great. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah no I think again the defense put together a solid game. I will say that I think that um the 49ers did were having a pretty decent time running against this this team. Um yeah. I, so I think it was a blessing in disguise that uh, uh Mostert I,
1: I always mess his name that up that they decided to throw the ball randomly like what were you thinking? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, but then also the fact that he kind of like he he kind of got a little downtrodden and had to sit on the sideline for a minute because of his injury so I don't wish ill will on any player but I do feel like he could have done a lot more damage to this team had he been on the field uh, right so you know I will take the blessings in disguise um, and hope that he is okay so um, yeah so that's the defensive side of things for me I know you want
1: to talk about your boy T
0: Pizzle though (laughs)
1: T Pizzle with the T Dizzle. Let's go, (laughs) man. He was everywhere yesterday. Couldn't stop him. Can't guard him. Okay. So let's just, let me ask you, take a
0: step back. Hindsight's always 2020, right? Yeah. But before the game, when it was announced that Zeke was going to be out and it was very sudden and he even thought himself he was gonna be playing, but apparently, you know, obviously he had that calf bruise. And he felt a Mm -hmm. pull and he was like, I, like a pull feels like not something I should be trying to run on. Yeah.
1: Don't mess with that. I
0: can't be explosive as I normally am, blah, blah, blah. So Zeke's out and I'm like, cool. (laughs) I hate everything. Like, obviously, you know, is it bad that that didn't worry me?
1: That's what I was going to ask you. Like, what were your thoughts? Like, were you scared? No, no. I was like, I've seen enough, I've seen decent production from, um, Tony. So I wasn't really concerned on that front, but then I was like, we still just have a good passing attack. I don't, it didn't bother me. Also, I think it's at the, the lack of pressure that I feel to win probably helps too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, I felt like we had a serviceable offense even without Zeke on the field, which I've been long saying like this entire season, like, I'm like, just give Zeke some time. Like he, we still need him. And I'm like, I mean, I am not faltering on that necessarily, but like, I'm not scared anymore. I think the beginning of the season, Tony Pollard versus Tony Pollard right now, two different guys. Well, I think that
0: Tony Pollard's been, again, we talked a lot about what they were going to use him and how they're going to use him in the preseason and it was, or in the, the offseason and training camp. And everyone's like, well, we can't tweet about it because, like, we can't give away the game plan. And that was like the whole thing with, with McCarthy coming in and the creative ways they were going to be yeah. using their running backs. And while I don't think they were necessarily being like wildly creative, I feel like he really has stepped up. And, and especially yeah. coming from beginning of the year when he just had those, those, Flubs on special teams, and everyone was like, Right, up?
1: they were ready to like cut the man. And that's more so what I'm like saying when I say, like, two different guys. I think the way they uh changed his utility on the team, um, it's made all the difference, yeah. So, I was pumped for him. I mean,
0: obviously, two touchdowns, he had that nice 40 yard run, uh, 69 yards rushing on the day. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're children fine. I'm here for it.
1: Hey, We have to take our kicks where we can get them, you know? Yeah, man, come on, give me this. (laughs) Um, So
0: I was happy for him. And I think it was funny because someone was tweeting me and they were like, well, I think, you know, maybe we just, maybe, maybe Zeke is our goal line back. And I'm like, bro, that's an expensive goal line running back. Like does, how much do you feel like Tony Pollard's dare I call it an emergence I don't know man I don't want to go and like go full exaggeration across the board but how much do you think that affects Zeke and the pressure that is on him based on the fact that he just got paid and his his performance comparatively speaking and where we're at right now
1: um I think well okay so I think one good thing um that you especially noticed yesterday um, is that Kellen Moore had to get more creative um, and in, in the way that he ran the offense, especially when it came to like running. Bell. <laughs> right. That's my quarterback. I was waiting for you to say that. That's my quarterback.
0: <laughs> Bell Dozer, baby.
1: Bell Dozer. Um, But I think there is, like, just the more he gets um, used to Tony Pollard, I think that he can use Zeke and Tony to both of their strengths. I think that that's just like a one-two punch, truly, that uh, just needs a little polishing.
0: Literally, uh, I don't know. Cedric Wilson might be Kellen Moore's teacher's pick. Big said. I think I think Cedric Wilson is the teacher's pet because Kellen Moore loves him some big said like real heavy and <laughs> it's hilarious and amazing when it works out. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, that was fun. Uh, what was it? They like sent him backfield to I don't know. That was they. Yeah, he had a lot of fun yesterday. I could tell Kellen was like enjoying himself
0: and Noah Brown has six targets yesterday. I'm like, Oh, we're putting Noah Brown in the mix. He had a nice little block on, um, was it that Pollard run? Yeah. It was that Pollard run. And I was like, what's up Noah Brown? Like, again, I just feel like if I had to pick a theme for yesterday, it was finding guys and acknowledging guys who, whether it was just yesterday, but also throughout the season who have really truly grabbed a hold and taken full advantage of the opportunity that's laid in front of them. And whether that's Tony Pollard, whether that's Dalton Schultz, whether that's, you know, the Noah Browns, Cedric Wilsons, like Neville Gallimore, you know, all these guys. I I think that it was just a solid all-around team outing. I think Andy Dalton had a good day. It shows, again, I really am – this front office made a really smart decision when they picked – picked him up as the backup quarterback because he really is. I mean, he's good enough to be a starter in some other teams. He just is. Yeah. And so it's nice to have that insurance policy and who knows if they can retain him, that'll be an interesting storyline. Cause you know, the, the it's the disparity between his level of experience and what he brings to the table versus the other quarterbacks in the quarterback room. And that's not a hit on them. It's just the truth is a lot. And so, um, that'll be interesting to see nonetheless going into this off season, but we don't got to think about that right now because all we got to do is celebrate today, Meg, cause it's freaking yeah. victory Monday and all you team, you know, team and you know it's a
1: good day is. when, uh, when RJ gets to put his victory polo on yeah. victory polo Monday. Exactly.
0: I don't really think I own a polo. I might own one. Um, or else I would, I'm,
1: I'm just going to let, uh, RJ take that away. Just, yeah. He does it better. He, real thing.
0: He does it better. So, all right. Well, um, Meg, that's kind of all I had. I'm just gonna. I'm kind of hype. I'm happy. I'm excited. I feel like this team, you know, needed that victory for a lot of reasons. And, um, yeah. you know, I think
1: there's value in not actively trying to lose games. Yeah, just saying. You scourges.
0: Yeah, listen. It's. I know we know it's the holidays, and so we need you to turn that frown upside down and be happy, kids. Like because-
1: the Grinch is one of my favorite movies, but just stop. Okay. Okay. You're being a Grinch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Girls Talking Boys. You guys can't find all of the and Boys podcast wherever you get your podcast whether at Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Rate, review, subscribe. It really does help us out. We really do appreciate it. Also, we're on YouTube as well. So go ahead and find us there. Uh, I am at Kelsey underscore Charles on the Twitter and then at Hey Kelsey Charles on Instagram. And Meg is?
1: I'm at Meg Murray with four R's on everything, even though you're not going to see me post on Instagram.
0: I know <laughs> I'm the Instagram queen. I'm the one that's like,
1: if, I took my pic today. Education. Let me document no. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, so we are going into a really important week on this podcast and Jalen hurts is going to be the quarterback that we face. So it feels appropriate that we go ahead and leave you with these words as you start your week off on the right foot,
1: Megan. dallas forever philly for absolutely unequivocally never in a million years thank you very much
0: birds aren't well goodbye
1: bye